Okay. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshish Noso Tof Shin Pei. I would like to tell you a story. An unbelievable story. I never heard such a Geshemach story in my life. It's really a Geshemach story. One of the best. One of the best stories I ever heard. Now I'll give you a choice. You want to hear a story about pomegranates? Or do you want to hear a story about doves? Which one do you want to hear? Each story is Gavald. Which one do you want to hear? Doves or pomegranates? No? Both? Uh, I don't think I can do both. Maybe I'll do one this week and one next week. We'll see. Okay, so which one are you saying? Pomegranates or doves? Which one? Both. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. This is a story about a Jew I never heard of before. His name is Eliyahu Nana. Eliyahu Nana. Now you got to know a little history. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Let's see what you're going to answer. You ready? Here we go. Here's the first question. There were 19 years in which the Jewish people, Klal Yisrael, living in Eretz Yisrael, could not go to the Kaisal. Does anybody know which years they, those were? 19 years, Klal Yisrael was not allowed to go to the Kaisal. You don't know, huh? I will tell you. From 19... I don't hear you, what? That's right, right before the Six-Day War, that's correct. From 1948 till 1967. 1948 is when, when the State of Israel began. And at that moment, there was a war. And at that war, the Arabs... Yemach Shalom B'Zichram took over Yerushalayim, what is known as the Old City, and they prohibited any Jew from going anywhere near the Kaisal. No Jew could go near the Kaisal. So from 1948 to 1967, until the Six-Day War, Klal Yisrael could not go to the Kaisal. Achman couldn't go to the Kaisal. However, in Yerushalayim, the part that the Jewish people could go to, they couldn't go to the Old City, but they could go to Meishorim and Geula, and there was one part of the city that they could go to. It's called Hartzion. Hartzion. And Hartzion, on the roof of Hartzion, you could look and you could see one small piece of the Kaisel. One small piece of the Kaisel. And Yidin would go on Pesach, on Shruis, and on Sukkot to see. From the rooftop, or where David Amalek was buried, at Harzion, they would stare at the Kaisal. So they went three times a year. However, there was one Yid, whose name was Elio Nana, who owned a store, a little store called the, like a kiosk in Geula. And the minig was, during those times, that on Tuesday afternoons, no one went to work. Tuesday afternoons, people took off. They took off. They didn't go to work on Tuesday afternoons. Elio Nana, instead of resting and relaxing like everybody else did, Elio Nana, every Tuesday afternoon, would go to Hartzion to stare at the Christ. 
One day, one day, Elio Nano asked the author of this book, whose name is to be Shul Gilles, was a young man. He said to him, tomorrow, he came to his store on Monday, he said, tomorrow I'm going to walk to the cavern of David Melech by Hartzio. Would you be willing to come along with me? I need some help. He said, sure. So Elio Nana closed the store on Tuesday afternoon and he was met by Rabbi Shaul Gellis, who was a young man. Elio Nana grabbed a plastic basket and he started walking towards Hartzio. Now there was a minig in those days. It's unbelievable. Nobody ever threw anything out. Nowadays we have extra food. We throw it out. There was an extra, if a person had extra bread in their house in those days, they would let it dry out. And they put it on their gate. And in case somebody was poor, he could take the food. So, Elio Nana would take, on Tuesday when he walked towards Hatzio, he would take this dried bread and he placed it in his basket. He get to the top of Hatzio and he climbed up the steps, the outer staircase to get to the roof. And then he would empty the basket of bread. He would empty it and would pour some water on it, making it very soft. When he finished, says Yeshua Gellis, it was unbelievable. He says, I watched as a flock of doves approached the roof, having arrived for what looked like something they did every week, a weekly ritual. So Elio Nana said to me, do you see what I see? I said, yeah, I said, I saw that all the birds are coming here to eat your bread. But I don't understand why I had to do this. You could have fed the birds back in Gula. What are we doing here feeding birds? He said, just look at what happens. He put down the bread, poured water, made it soft. And then, and then Yisrael Gelis looked at the bread again. And he saw that a Leo Nana put the bread on top of a pile of paper notes. And when he poured water on the bread, everything became stuck together. And when the birds picked up the bread to fly away with it and eat it, they also picked up notes. So now Yeshua Gelis became very curious. He said to Yonana, what, what are these notes? He says, these notes are notes, nowadays we call them kvitlach, that people would write a note. Nowadays people do it all the time. They write a note on a piece of paper and they put it inside the kaisel. Asking a Kaddish Baruch Hu for people that were for Shalema, Shaduchim, whatever. So, El, it's unbelievable. Elio Nana told Yisrael Gelis, you watch. These birds are going to fly, they're going to fly right to the Kaisal. And they're going to put these notes into the Kaisal. That's what I do every Tuesday afternoon. So Yisrael Gelis watched. He couldn't really see. The birds looked like they were flying towards the Kaisal. But that was it. Now listen to this. 1967. The old is a young man. There's a war called the Six Day War. Leo Gellis's father, Yisro Gellis, excuse me, Yisro Gellis's father worked for the Chevra Kedisha. In the middle of the war, and right before the war started, unfortunately, they started digging graves, Rahman al-Hassan, because they were afraid of soldiers were going to be killed. They wanted them to have graves already dug. So he went with his father. And digging graves. It was the second day of the war, and Klal Yisrael got the Kaisel back. For the first time, they got the Kaisel back. 
And what happened was that on the second day of the war, Yisrael Gillis' father had Rishus, and they drove some type of an army truck right to the Kaisal. And everybody was shocked. Nobody had seen the Kaisal in 19 years. And the people were looking at the Kaisal, they were touching the Kaisal, they were crying at the Kaisal, they were davening at the Kaisal. It was unbelievable. And Yisrael Gellis remembered something, and he decided to do it. Yisrael Gellis looked at the Kaisal, and saw cracks in the Kaisal, and saw notes in the cracks, and he took some of the notes out. He took some of the notes out, and he read the notes, and he couldn't believe it. Because at first he said to himself, maybe these notes are from 19 years ago. When Yidin was still allowed to go to the coastal, how do I know these are the notes that came from the doves from Elio Nana? So he opened up the notes. I don't know if it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. He opened up the notes and he read the notes. And he saw that the notes contained the name of the people who presently were sick in Yerushalayim. Or presently looking for whatever it was, Shaduchim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He could not believe it. And this is what Rabbi Shol Gellis knows. Rabbi Shol Gellis is a person who's ten generations from, ten generations, Yerushalmi. That means his great, 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 eight greats back came to Yerushalayim. And therefore he knows all the inside stories. And he knew Elio Anana. And Elio Anana maybe trusted him because he knew who he came from. And he showed him that the birds are flying to the castle. And the birds are putting Kritloch into the Kaisal. So even for the 19 years, when Klal Yisrael could not touch the Kaisal, could not daven at the Kaisal, could not go to the Kaisal, there was a Yid Yushalayim who was sending notes to the Kaisal so that people could still ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what they wanted, even though they couldn't get to the Kaisal. I can't believe the story. I always can't believe it. But I want to tell you something, everybody's saying. Even though I can't believe the story, but there's some part of the story here which also is just, it's so beautiful. And that is that there was a minig. If you had old bread, you put it outside your gate so that people who needed to eat could come by and take it without embarrassing anybody. That's a Mariyadigabaisa. That's the way it used to be in Kal Yisrael. That people wanted to tell this for other people. And they did them without embarrassing them. What did they do? They put the bread out of the gate. It happens to be Elio Nan on Tuesday afternoon will take some of that bread and use it for his doves, so his doves will do another chesed. And that chesed was unbelievable. They would bring the notes to the kaisel. I don't know how it happened, and they would put the notes in the kaisel. That's a beautiful story. If you remind me next week, I'll try to say over the story of the pomegranate, but these stories are too long to say over two of them in one week. I thank you all for calling in. I miss you all. Maybe we'll see you all tomorrow afternoon from 5 to 6 at my house. Everything should be only with Hatzlacha Rabba. Call Tuf to everybody. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Good Shabbos, everybody. Good Shabbos.